Welcome to the Inspired Podcast. Thank you so much for coming today. Do you want to tell us your name and a bit about yourself? Uh, my name's David Arthur Clean, and um, I live in the Redland Shire. Yeah. So how long have you been in the Redlands for? Um, I moved here uh, th around 30 years ago. Uh, I used to live in New Zealand and um, I got diagnosed with a disease and um, I decided to bring my children and family to Australia um, pretty much for I thought looking for the sunshine mm -hmm. as uh, I didn't I was I had a lot of uncertainty how long I had of life left um, so after uh, I, I decided I sort of looked around on a map you know where I wanted to go and I tossed up um, I'd like to go to the Redlands I did a bit of reading about it and um, I thought that sounds like me so when I come here, I was a very sick man. I had four young children. Uh, I, was, I was pretty much dying. I'd lost two brothers when I left New Zealand, just before I left New Zealand, both in their thirties. Died young men. Um, so when I got to, when I, I sort of pretty much come on a wing and a prayer to the Redlands. Um, I, I didn't have a lot of money. I had four children. I had to get on with it and real quick and I was sick um, so I got I borrowed an old ute and um, started going around picking up um, uh, scrap metal from bushfires where I could see it easy and pick it up and put it on the truck and go and sell it and get money and uh, anyway I, I did that for about uh, five or six years and man it was hot I, I welcome welcome to Australia and um, anyway I lost a lot of weight I, I know that and then um, about five years in after I got here I had a major health issue and in regards to the disease that I had and I landed up in hospital then um, I pretty much um, got over that went back to work for a while and then life just went on pretty cushy for about uh 20 years things were going well i was thriving here the family were all doing well schooling everything was pretty my health was stable and then around about um 20 years ago i think around about 2000 i was in real trouble my kidney was failing my liver liver was had uh disease cancer on disease i had diabetes arthritis gout twisted bowels, I'd had heart attacks, um, but I still had to keep going because I had a family. And I just moved on and got on with life till it got to a stage where I just couldn't do anymore. I had dropped all my weight. I was skin and bone. I was pretty much bedridden for two years. Then I had been put on the transplant list because my kidney was failing, my liver was failing, everything was failing. And I'd lived with this disease for nearly 40 years. And it was time, I, by the time I got the call for the transplant, I'd pretty much given up life. Uh, I probably, the doctor told me I had about a week to live. 
But it's funny, as he told me that, I said to him, that's fine, mate. I said, I've actually got to go to the markets on the weekend to sell some stuff. <laughs> so till the day I was, I went to the markets on the Sunday and I was pretty, pretty crook. I, I, I just made the decision after 40 years of clawing on to life that I'd had enough. I, 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 was, I was ready to go. And pretty much that night, I got that phone call. To, to go in for a transplant. I was going in for a liver transplant. And wow, did that change my, change my life. So I went to have my transplant in 2009. I must say, over all those years that I, weighed, I, I, I went through bad health, I had great support from this community. Um, I had my transplant and then when I come to after I had my transplant, I said to one of the doctors, well, gee, I've got a lot more stuff on me, champ, than what you told me. And he said, yeah, we gave you a kidney and a liver. They said, you're the first, first up here to have a kidney and liver transplant. And they said, we worked on you for 16 hours. And I thought, wow. And I got through pretty well. I couldn't, um, I, imp I actually improved really well in health. The, the, the uh, person that saved my life um, turned me into a different man. Straight after I, straight after I um, got my transplant, I pretty much went back to work. It changed me so, so much, so quick, so fast. Somebody saving my life through organ donation. Um, so from a boy that lived pretty much lived on the streets when I was a, a state ward. I lived on the streets when I was 12. I, I, I um, used to run the errands for the House Angels when I was 14. And I used to, I, I think I had my first taste of heroin when I was 14. And to meeting a beautiful lady when I was 16 and starting life. And here I am today. I'm after all those years of, of sickness, arthritis, like I said, and all these diseases going on, I've been cured in the last two years of my disease, and I'm planning to do a marathon next year. There That's you amazing. go. <laughs> what's it like, what's getting organs donated, what's that like having a part of somebody else in you? Well, Rebecca, everybody asks me that, and we're all different. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't cope. Um, they don't cope mentally, they don't cope physically, and they don't cope emotionally, or that just some people just don't cope. Um, we're all different. We, we all act different. I just love life. Um, for me, as funny as I say, having a transplant and going through all what I've been through might sound weird to you, but it was actually one of the best things that ever happened in my life because it actually changed me as a human being. 
I look back every day. I look back every day on all the people I've seen come and go, including my two brothers as young men. So today I spend most of my life um, promoting good health and working in the community. What's it like being able to see your grandchildren grow up? Um, they are what keep me alive. Um, after I had my transplant, I had all my grandkids there. And I see something coming out recently in the media about four-year-olds going into di d dementia homes and that and what and you look at those people's faces when they see children around them it just livens them up that's what it done for me it gave me a it gave me a uh it gave me a new passion in life yeah awesome. so what marathon are you choosing um because obviously i was a broken man and i you know i still had a lot of issues after transplant as well i had a heart attack after i had my transplant a few years ago um I had a twisted bell after I had my transplant. That nearly killed me. Um, and then I said to, I, on my 60th birthday last year, I said to one of my doctors, he said to me, one day he said to me, he said, I take my hat off to you, mate. He said, a lot of people around here ripped you off long ago. And I said to him, well, I've got some good news for you. I said, I'm planning on doing a marathon in two years. And he said, really? I said, yeah. He said, well, gout, arthritis, diabetes. And he said, now that you've just been told you're going to go blind. I said, I oh, beg your pardon? I said, you're going to go blind. You've got retinitis pigmentosa. This, this was pretty much the same day I was told I was cured. So I got the, the good news in the morning and I got the bad news in the afternoon. And I said, that's fine. I just got to queue up with the rest of it. So I gave myself a two year plan. I'm a year into it. I've been on insulin all my life and I've just gone off insulin in the last two weeks. Wow. After 30 years. So I'm on, I'm on, I, 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 uh, it's, if, if it comes off, it's a big thing. Um, and it will be broadcasted everywhere because a lot of people have told me you'll never do it. A lot of top, a lot of people told me I'd never, I'd never lived for so long either. So I'm planning to do one next year. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, David. Yeah, it's been inspiring fine. and awesome to hear. Cool. Look forward to seeing you soon. Hope to hear you again soon too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. <laughs>